Welcome to another episode of the Tim Very Podcast, and today we are here with Caroline, also goes by the name Brother Bird, and that was, um, how long ago did you change from kind of using your name to Brother Bird? So officially, I think it was November 2018. Okay, so it's semi, semi new still, yeah, but I, I, I like the change. Yeah, it's very It allows new. you to... Uh, to use different artists, you know, kind of have different band formations and stuff like that. So it's a very cool move. Thank you so much for sitting down with me today. Today, we, as you could see, we we're at the lovely Big Trouble Studios. Um, TJ is actually in the other room editing some yes. stuff right now. So we snuck in here to do a podcast and I appreciate making the time. Of course, thanks um, for having me. So I wanted to talk to, to everybody about what you got going on. Obviously, you're in the middle of making a new record yeah. um, and, and some of that process. But before we talk about what's going on right now presently and your plans and, and, um, and the touring and all that, I wanted to talk a little bit about your past because I don't think everybody, you know, not a lot of people know your sort of story and how far back you actually go in this yeah. music game. Um, and so I wanted to ask you, you know, I don't want you to have, to, you don't have to go into like super detail, you know, <laughs> about how you got started, but if you could give us kind of a brief synopsis so on nice. how you got your music career going and now you're at this point where you're established singer, songwriter, artist. Um, but a lot of people, it's hard for them to figure out how to go from somebody who has an acoustic guitar, you know, right. to being somebody that's established, recording, putting out their own stuff. Um, but I know that you had, you know, you have a past with some of the kind of entertainment world, I Definitely. guess you could call it. So yeah, I, have I a guess weird, we, yeah. weird. Can you can you give us a little like backstory on <laughs> yeah. how how you got started with this whole thing? It's hard for me not to just like go off on like with too much detail. So cut me off if it's getting too long. But I have a very obscure start, I would say. Okay. Um, so in high school, I did like the YouTube channel thing and. I never really, it wasn't like a successful YouTube channel like you see yes. today. It was like 50 Well, views. that, you know, the YouTube thing. <laughs> it's it, a big It's thing. become established now and people know the, like the rules and how to do it and all of yeah, that. Yeah, I think right? like now everyone has, knows somebody yeah. or everyone has a mm -hmm. YouTube video out there. It's a platform now, you know. Right, but this is kind of when it was like, okay, if you heard someone had a YouTube channel or YouTube video, it was like kind of weird, sort of different. So I, I kept it very to myself. I was like, I don't want people I know to to know about this. I right. just like want I really wanted the input from strangers, which is a weird thing to seek, but I was like definitely not gonna tell my buddies yeah. about this. And it was somewhere to to put your music a, a place to put it and see how people respond to it. Right. right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. So I was like just learning covers on YouTube. I got a guitar and I was just doing really kind of what I what I feel now are really crappy covers of songs that I loved. <laughs> One of them was Dear by Manchester Orchestra. I was like 15 or 16 maybe. I remember I was like getting ready for school and I saw that Manchester Orchestra tweeted at me. Yeah. Which is Twitter was like a new thing at the time and I I didn't know how to check my messages. I was like, how do I reply to this? This is so cool. But Interesting. Super positive and I think they, they tweeted out a Ben Folds cover as well. So that like that moment was super encouraging. There was literally nothing cool that was going on with music. It was just something that I loved to do but yes. it was very like this is not 
what I'm going to do. That's not real. That's not real. Why did you pick that song, by by the way? Just Oh, I just love it. Yeah. It's just good. It's a good song. I sure. mean, they're all good. But yeah. I, I think it just, yeah. I don't know what made me choose that. I just mm-hmm. remember I would go, my parents' basement, they have like a little workout room thing and it had really good acoustics. And I would just set up a mic and a mic stand. And I remember I was like, this is garbage, but I'm going to post it. <laughs> And then, and then, yeah, I had more than 50 views. I had, like, a lot of comments, a lot of activity going on. I was like, what's going on here? And It's dangerous, though, Manchester too, because YouTube commenters, you the know. Worst. Yeah, they'll yeah. say some sketchy things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have, I have a weird relationship with YouTube. <laughs> but, yeah, so that was amazing. That was, like, That's kind in of the, high school. the start. Yeah, I would say that was the first time I was like, wow, okay, this could be – this could be a thing maybe that I, I do, do maybe. Yeah. But still, I think deep down, like the the pessimistic part of me is like, no, that's not that's not going to happen. But it was he was super encouraging, and he was like, if you know, we should work together sometime. But I'd never written anything, so I was like, that I don't know what that looks like. Yeah. I don't know. But I I wanted that. It was just kind of like, cool. Yeah, maybe. It's interesting. Yeah. So we kept like this four year like conversation where we'd email like once or twice a year, like, you know, here's what I'm doing. And, and then I I had the opportunity to be on the voice, which really catapulted like, okay, this could be a career. Um, So for, so for my, because I don't really understand how those shows and how this kind of thing works, but you, do you send in a video or do you go, is this a tryout thing where you go? It's definitely a tryout thing. Okay. I had there was you sit this, down in front of like a panel of people and they stare yeah. at you weirdly yeah. while you play. Yeah, it's the worst. It's so bad. <laughs> it it's so scary. Horrible. It's so terrifying. Auditions are terrifying. Yeah, but I there was this guy I knew in town. It was like a, a lawyer that my friend knew or something. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Connection. Yeah. yeah, and he could get private auditions. So it was okay. like a set and stone time to be there. Okay. So instead of just like the where you see on TV, they're like waiting outside, like yeah. the American Idol. Yeah, with piles of people. Yeah. yeah. So I didn't do that. Okay. I did like an actual, I had a, a time to be there, but I actually, I auditioned for season three and then they just like never called me. But I remember I did the, I did the audition and they were like, yeah, we're definitely going to call you. Like, looks great. I was like telling my buddies, I'm like, I'm You're like, be, I won. I'm going to be on the freaking <laughs> I got this thing in a lot. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be on TV. <laughs> I was like stoked about it. Yeah. And then they just never called me. So, so I was like, oh. So, so it didn't, you didn't. You never made it to like the TV performances no, and all that. For season okay. three, no. But okay. this was so season four. And stop me if I'm just rambling. No, no, this is great. This lot. is the stuff I'm looking for. Okay, yeah. cool. the juicy details. <laughs> exactly. So this was the first year they did two seasons in one year. So okay. it was like I didn't get a call, and then like two months later, I think actually that was when I decided I was going to go away to school. I was like, all right, whatever. I'm. Just, I went to KU. Yeah, Lawrence, Kansas. And I got this phone call by the same guy that got me the private audition. He was like, they're kind of looking for that, like the indie girl character. You know, because it is TV. They want, you know, they want like a certain slot filled. Like they want, you know, the country bombshell or whatever, you know. You got to fit these sort of like archetypes or whatever you would call them. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, That's so I was word. like, yeah, that is a great word. <laughs> Glad I got to s- sneak that in. And- Very impressive. <laughs> <laughs> but I was going to be like the indie okay. girl. Yeah. You know? um, so like, make sure I- you wear some flannel. Yeah, glasses. I had my big thick rim glasses. They loved it. I love <laughs> it. Yeah. But so I sent in like YouTube videos and I did a Skype interview, which is that's that's a weird. It's, most people don't do that. They do like the 
the formal audition, but I did a Skype thing and felt like it went terrible. I was like, I, she was asking me like, why do you love music? And oh, I was man. like, oh, I don't know. I just, I, I wasn't just ready to answer all this. I'm not prepared, but I feel like it went really bad. And I remember the interview being very sterile feeling and I laugh when I'm nervous. Uh-huh. I just feel like I sound nervous like an idiot. Laugher. It's like, okay, well that, that's a no go. <laughs> and then two days later, they're like, they want you in LA like tomorrow. Wow. Yeah. You got the call back. Yeah, I got the call back, and then I I was, like, trying to tell professors. I was a freshman in college, so I was, like, trying to tell professors. I was like, I have this thing. Yeah. Can I, I can't study this week. I'm about yeah. to go. Yeah, and they were like, you're on your own. Get notes. I was like, okay. So I went to L.A. and uh, did the whole, it's called executive auditions. Uh-huh. So you're there for. Do they pay your like airfare they, to fly you out there? Yes. They do. They fly you out. Okay. I think, yeah, they definitely do. And then you get per diem, which was wow. super cool as a college student. I'm like, I'm You're making like, this money. This is what it's like? <laughs> Easy. Yeah, I was yeah. like living off of $5 footlongs, Subway sandwiches. Yeah. So I was like, I was kind of rolling. Yeah. <laughs> You're saving that money. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I'm the richest person I know. So, so are you, when you go out to LA, that's when you get in front of the like the big dog panel? Yes, which is terrifying. It's very who scary. Are the, who are the panel? Is that like Randy no, Jackson? Like, I'm on the wrong show. All right. No, no, yeah, you are. Yeah. But this is so executive auditions are the behind the scenes big dogs. So I remember Carson Daly was in my room, just Woo! kind of like in the shadows. Big C. I know. And then everyone else is just you walk in and they're they're kind of like you get a list of songs that are approved and then you kind of pick your top and okay. ultimately they decide, okay, like this is you what can't you're gonna pick do. Your own material, huh? Yeah, no. I mean, ish, but because no. they, I guess they need people to uh, to recognize the song, right? The yes. general audience and like they... there's approval, like TV stuff. Okay, so this it makes is so sense. interesting. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna I try can... out. <laughs> you should. I'll <laughs> vote for you. Thank you. Got one <laughs> in the bag. I got yes. this. <laughs> now I feel like you, super confident, ready yeah, to go. Yeah, yeah. I'm, ready. I'm gonna be on the voice. So you, see, so then you have to sit down. And, and yeah. play in front of these people and watch their facial expressions, right? Yeah. This whole executive auditions are probably the most, I want to say, well, everything is terrifying about it in a cool way, um, but it's all just very new. And so we get into this kind of dark room and these guys and girls, like really intense, you know, they're important. That's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> There's kind of like in, in the zone with uh-huh. like a clipboard and, and like couches or just like sporadically throughout the room and you're, I'm just, I was playing A-Team by Ed Sheeran. That was my executive audition song. That's a good song. Thank you. Yeah. I wrote it, actually. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I again, I felt like it went terrible. I was like, I'm not going to be here very long. I'm not, I'm not going to see a camera. Now, did you feel like it, got, it went terrible because you, like, you know, hit a sharp no or played? Or was it just, like, the self, you know, pressure more, that you apply to yourself? More and just, of yeah, that. I mean, because yeah. you're, the thing about the voice is, like, Michael Jackson's background singer was in the mix. There's like Broadway stars. Around. Like yeah. so I'm like this is not for me. I'm not I'm not fit out for this at all. And it's like this weird when when artists like that get in we were all like basically locked in a hotel room together. So like when that kind of personality is filling a hotel and yes. there were like jam sessions going on that were super terrifying. Like, uh, you know, everyone's kind of sizing each yeah. other up. So it's like a weird campfire. Yeah. It's the weirdest camp <laughs> ever, but it was, it was great, but it was for, for my personality type. I was like, I'm going to lock myself away in my hotel room. And I'm, I like, didn't really make friends at that time. I was very like, <laughs> jam sessions were not going like, to be. I'm it. the indie girl. I know. 
Leave me alone. I don't hang out with you people. <laughs> no, it was really like, I don't belong here. Like, this yeah. is not, I'm not going to Was that here. sort of an epiphany moment when you realized, though, like, the entertainment world is not where I want to be? Like, yes and no, because I have this extreme love for music, but the entertainment world, I mean, that version of it is not natural to my personality. Mm-hmm. Just going through, like, yeah. TV is crazy. Just Yeah. Yeah. You're just not gonna, you're not a showboater. No. All right. No, I'm definitely not. I'm, yeah. Yeah. TV, like interview. This is cool because I know you, but uh-huh. like interviews, TV stuff, that kind of just always terrifies me. Yeah. So, because you're kind of just like opening yourself up to people who you don't know anything about them. Yeah. You don't know, like, what, you know, if they're going to pick you apart or yeah. whatever it's going to be. So, I, yeah. And you're on live television. So it's like, okay, whatever I do or say yeah. is going to be. See, I've always, I've always had the security of a band around me, you right. know? And so I kind of, I definitely can understand how that would be nerve wracking or you're just, you're just yeah. out there. Oh, you yeah. Know? It's like um, the most naked you can be. Yeah. It's like, okay, here I am. I hope you like it. Interesting. So, how does the, the yeah. voice thing? So then, so after executive auditions, I, I went through that. And then I remember there was a thing. I mean, we all had numbers. So we were emailed itineraries. And I had my first band rehearsal kind of last out of the mix. Okay. And I want to say my audition song was Cooler Than Me by Mike Posner. Okay. Posner? Posner. It's Posner. I, I think so. I, can you sing the chorus? Just, I don't know. Just to hide your face. And da, da. You know that? I think like, so. Uh, like cooler than me. It's very like jazzy. Yeah, I think. Yeah, okay. I'm I'm botching it, but <laughs> I just don't know. It I, bet I'm the, old I bet and the I bet the listeners will know for sure. <laughs> <laughs> but that was my song. Okay. And I was playing. Are you playing I, guitar to yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then I remember like halfway, th- and I'm terrified to be in a room with the the band is awesome. Everyone's phenomenal, yeah. and the producers are there. These so are like the first studio time, players, right? Yeah, it's yeah. like a walkthrough for what your blind audition will be. And um, in the middle of it, Paul, the music director, he's like, I hate this song. Like, it never really does well at the blind audition. Oh, and I was like, It's just like okay, making you feel. Uh, <laughs> so should I change out? it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just freaking out. And then I remember I had, like in my list of songs, so I ordered everything. It was like 120 and I literally did top to bottom. And I, they were like, let's just like find another song for her. I went outside with one of the producers, and everything was crossed off, taken, except for the last five. And by the time I got to, like, the final 100 or final 20 in my mm-hmm. long list, I was like, I'll just throw that. I'll throw in, like, Elton John. I'm never going to – they're not going to pick my 120th choice. So Tiny Dancer Woo! by Elton John was, like, way down there. I'd never sang it before. Yeah. And I, I remember just, like, crying to the producer. I was like, um. I don't know how to sing any of these. Like, I'm not, this isn't for me. I, like, literally cried in front of him, like a baby child. And he's like, let me go back to your hotel room. And he was he was really, really sweet. He was actually the type to, like, cry with you, okay. which I love. Because <laughs> usually uh, they're like, I don't like, do emotion. Uh, what's your deal? No, he was, I cannot even, I can't remember his name for the life of me, but he was just, like, a gentle soul that was like, it's going to be okay. <laughs> I was like, okay. I went back to my hotel room and I was like, okay, I'm going to do Tiny Dancer. 
And then that night, it was like the longest 24 hours ever that night. Did you play guitar to that one? No. Because that's a tough one. No, no, no. I just sang, which that's terrifying. Yes. I always hide behind. Yeah, you got something to like like do with your hands. Yeah. (laughs) Do with my body. Yeah. But um, yeah, we just did it piano. Can I find all this stuff? I'm going to go look it up tonight. Oh, yeah. How'd she do? How'd she do? Wearing like a really insane blazer, like a floral blazer. Oh, cool. That I feel like actually now I would wear. But yeah. I remember like fighting with wardrobe about it. I was like, I don't want, this isn't me. Yeah, this doesn't <laughs> But you have to style. be like an exaggerated version of yourself. It's TV. Interesting. So. Yeah. They it were was, looking for the indie outfit, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was like maroon pants, <laughs> floral blazer. Yeah. <laughs> Get all that stuff at Urban. Right. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so yeah, that was... That was the song that they went with, and it was just my voice and piano. And again, this whole time, I'm like, when am I going to get kicked off? Because yeah. it's not going to happen. You're waiting I for, was, like, the cane to come out and yank yeah, you off stage. Yeah, and people were just getting kind of kicked off for, like, what seemed like no reason. They would get called up to the production office in the hotel. And I remember that night, I got called up to the production office. Oh, this is I it. was like, oh, well, I'm going Here home. Go. And they were like, we just want to make sure you're okay. We heard you had a hard day. <laughs> I was like... We heard you were crying. Yeah. 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 Just like, well, that's embarrassing. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. But yeah, it was it was wild. Yeah. It was absolutely wild. It, do you feel like you must that it prepared you in some ways emotionally though for how absolutely brutal this life is? Yeah. You know, if anybody, oh, yeah. if you're you know if you if you're an emotional person, being choosing to be a musician is like inflicting torture upon yourself because it's such a strange world to exist in of always comparing yourself to things, Mm -hmm. sizing yourself up, assessing yourself through these lenses that are like not even real half the time and all of that. So it probably, you know, was good for you in the long Oh, 100%. I mean. You're like, all right, I got all of that out of my system and now I can just approach like my career with a normal, rational Right, Mindset. Yeah. I mean, I remember the first time, because I made it through the blind auditions, which that's like the first stage. Yeah, the first round. And then um, the second round is called battle round, so you're you're performing with another person. Okay. And then- Like a duet thing? Who'd you get paired up with? I got paired with the winner. Nice. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, so no big deal, but- (laughs) So I'm Blake, responsible. Yeah, Blake chose her, and then okay. I got stolen, which was wild. <laughs> I could go into the drum. I, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. So I, I remember um, Usher and Adam both pushed their steal button, and um, I went with Adam, and then I went to the other phase, which was uh, battle rounds and knockouts. Okay, you're in like like a boxing ring, so it's intense. <laughs> Like, it's an intense thing. I mean, it's it's so cool. I love that show a lot. Like, yeah. it's it's so entertaining. But it is being in it is so terrifying. I can't really watch it because yeah. I'm like, I know exactly. It's sort of built to make you crack, right? Yeah. It's yeah. like you yeah. know, it's kind of like let's dump pressure on these kids oh and gosh. see how they respond to it. You yes, know? which yeah. is fun to watch. But I can't so imagine. Fun to watch. I can't imagine being doing in it, it though. Yeah. It's like. I feel like I'm losing my hair. It was just like, it was insane. I'm aging. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But so the the blind audition, I didn't really get any slack. People were really sweet online. And then 
the battle round, since I technically lost it, if anyone's going to hate, it's going to be on Danielle because she won. Okay. But the knockouts, I did win. And I went against uh, this girl. Her, her name's Amy. And she was on an acapella show. You know, the one that's um, Ben Folds and Sarah Bareilles are the judges. Really? Like a, ben Folds is a judge yes. on a show? What is I, going I'm on? That's amazing. I just was re-listening to one of his old records going, this guy is a genius. Oh. You know? We can't go down the Ben Folds tangent, though. I'd go all day. Nine times in concert. (sighs) He's amazing. (laughs) I was like the like wait outside the bus person when I was little. Cool. (laughs) I would say he's like worth it though, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. He's he's fantastic. Well, yeah, at least you weren't getting judged by him. No, I don't like, think. I mean, idol. possibly. I think he was a fan of Amy, so he was probably like, "This girl, <laughs> get her <laughs> out of there." my girl out. Yeah. But I was getting all like the acapella hate online, so that was like a new thing. I remember everyone's like, "Don't look at the YouTube comments." <laughs> acapella groups, yeah, the most like, like easy. Go- this girl doesn't know how to sing. Like she can't even hit because Amy's Let's hitting like. Kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, because I mean, it's like the people are classically trained, ah. the classically trained vocalists, and like I don't belt. I'm very like more of a more of a tone yeah. singer, I would say. Yes, I know what and you mean. And Amy was hitting these like insane runs, and you're watching them perform, which is also like a terrifying thing. Yeah. So I'm like, I'm going home. This is she's killing it, and then. But yeah, it's weird. It's weird. And we were do you also like feel running like they together. ever do that on the shows where they flip the script so that it creates that drama? Oh, I'm sure. It's like, I've seen that a couple of times and, you know, not to go too far into these shows, but the one I was watching, it might've been The Voice. Yeah. But there's the two girls on it, two young girls. Yeah. And they're like sisters or like best friends or whatever. Yeah. And they're singing harmonies. And yeah. I'm like, that's not fair because someone else has to go out here and sing by oh, themselves. One, oh, the duos. Yeah. yeah. So, yes, my But they sing every song as two people. You yeah. know, and so they're doing these amazing runs with like blended yeah. harmonies. I'm like, that's like, I don't know. I had a, I had issue with that one. <laughs> hey, I feel you. It's funny. So I met my husband on the show. Okay. And he and his brother were on the show. Okay. They were the, like the country duo of, of our show. So they would do season. every song together? Yeah. Cheating. <laughs> I know. What honor? Swan bros? <laughs> But they, yeah, I, I see, I feel you. No, I'm sorry. Now I feel bad because it's I feel you. Know. But take it back. Yeah. Take it back, right? It's <laughs> amazing. So, see so yeah, it was, it was wild. how far did they get? Top three finale. Go ahead, hubby. Superstar. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. It, you guys are like a music powerhouse family. Yeah, that's what they say. Yeah. <laughs> Does it get competitive at all? Or you're like, check actually, out this song I wrote. It's better actually, than yours. It's So we're in completely different genres, which I love because there's never like a competitive nature yeah, to it. You're a, you're definitely like over here and and I guess you could still call it indie sort of world. Whatever it you is. Know, and he's kind of more in the country yeah. thing, right? Like I would never be given the Carrie Underwood tour, but that's something he, like him and his brother went out with her. So it's not like... He's getting opportunities that I that would make sense for. He's not Micah. stealing like, your stuff. That yeah. should be me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Which I think that's why we work so well. Like we get the weird music hours and cool. You know, so yeah. yeah. You understand each other and what your work, like what you're up against. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it is. It's that's, it works. That's cool. Yeah. So I guess to finish off the voice thing yeah. real quick. So, at what point did you? I guess. Cap out of that thing. Yeah. America voted me out. 
when I was... America, uh, I am I disappointed. Man, I was not America's choice. <laughs> man. So they're like texting in. They're like, no, no, no. Yeah. Get this girl out. <laughs> I think it was girl. like top 16. Okay. Hey, yeah. that's still like... Yeah. That's I, good. I mean, I was like, I can't even believe I'm on television. So it was... What an experience. Yeah, it was wild. And I had a fan base, but I had never performed a, a show or yeah. like put on a concert. So that was a weird... Yes. Like, okay, I guess I got to learn how to do this in front of a bunch of people. Yeah. So, so that was. So you come back home from something like that, and how do you like readjust to just like, all right, now I got to go back out and play shows in Nashville at like open mic nights and things like that. Right, it was weird. Um, I met a booking agent like right off the bat in Nashville. Okay. And and Colton, my husband, he he had just moved to Nashville, so I had a friend. You know, at that time we we're friends. So it's like okay, this is like my safety. You know, mm-hmm. I can just like come visit him and mm-hmm. then also meet this booking agent that I don't know. Yeah. And he kept me super busy right off the bat. And yeah, it was just, I just kind of like dove in head first and I'm like, as you have to. Yeah. I mean, I'm terrified of the footage that may be online from like my first Seriously. concert. Cause it's weird. You do one song, you do a cover song on television and then you're given like a 30, 45 minute slot to do whatever you want. And like, you have to talk in between. Like that was all, I was all new and I you're was You're not yeah, big on like talking too. in between the songs either, are you? No. Like even at the Brother I'm Bird so, shows, you're like, hey guys, all right, like, next one. Next. <laughs> I'm like terrified of talking. Yeah. I just say in front I, in front of people, it's like a fear. It's a mega fear. I'll sing in front of whoever. But I think it's actually it's better to be on that side of the spectrum, if you ask me, right. than like, you know, we got, go see bands and the singers up there just like, let me tell you what was going on, you know? Yeah. And you're like, when dude, play this. another song. You just wasted <laughs> yeah. nine minutes of my $25. Totally. You yes, know? I've seen shows like that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. But so, and that I love just kind of diving in and starting to play. A lot of kids come up and ask what, you know, everyone's looking for the magic password, right? To get from like here to, you know, success land. And the, the bottom line is you have to, you have to have those hard knocks and spend that time developing yourself as an artist. And there is no getting around that. I mean, you might have an amazing voice. You might have been gifted with certain things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you have to have a hundred shows under your your belt. All the time. Yeah, absolutely. Like so much. I mean, the first like two years, I never got off the stage and was like, that felt amazing. Yeah. I was always like, this doesn't feel natural. You kind of just assess what was <laughs> like, lacking. Yeah, these all people the time. are just watching me figure it out. Yep. You know. Yep. So that's terrifying. But we all have to do it. Right. You know, we all have to go through that. So yeah. that kind of you you know, so you you moved to Nashville at yeah, some point, right? I would say I was like on the road for about a year and then I just found myself in Nashville more than yes. my hometown St. Louis. Yep. So I was just I made the move. And yep. It's a great town. Yeah. A lot of great people there. I mean, I have so so many good friends in Nashville. I love going there whenever I can. I it love is definitely it. a you know serious music town where yeah. it's uh there's a lot to navigate. I think being there and figuring out like where you belong yes. in that place. You oh, know, yeah. I'm still <clears throat> you're still kind of going through some of that. I'm sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. So do you feel like you've got more friends, or does your husband kind of have more of the like? My husband. He's the social butterfly okay. out of the two of He's us. He's got the crew and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Yes, which I love. I love that because I think if I didn't, I would just be, I would convince myself into like being content with just 
yeah. hermiting You'd be back myself in, your in my bedroom, just like, this is fun, this is cool, <laughs> yeah, I don't need I to talk it. to anybody, <laughs> I don't need friends. I don't need it's people, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, and I kind of dove into like the, the co-writing world, which is really huge in Nashville, mm-hmm. like the first couple years that was like, oh, you got to get in rooms yeah. with writers, yeah. and I just got burnt out, but yeah. I, I just, you know. Just trying to churn out the hit. Yeah, yeah I was like, know. I felt... For me, how I create, it felt super, at least the rooms that I was being put in, it gotcha. felt really sterile and kind yeah. of too formulated yeah. for me. Like Not I'm, authentic. Yeah. I'm yeah. like, I just want to like mumble around with a verse uh-huh. and just like make up words. But this is like, okay, what's the hook? You know? And then, so it's just, it's, I, it's a different but way. awesome that you recognize those things about yourself and like who, what kind of identity you have what kind of musician and person you're going to be and not like, right. I'm not going to like pretend to be this right. duet person over here if that's not going to eventually lead me to what my goals are and what I want to be, which yeah. is, which at some point becomes brother bird, right? Yeah. How does that happen? Yeah. So I think it was just a matter of like, I came out with, or I, yeah, I, I recorded this EP that I released under brother bird and it really, it was intended to be like a film and TV thing. Okay. It's like, let's just get in the studio. So with a friend of mine, Brandon Day, and he had some connections with like the sync world. So we're like, let's just get in the studio and then just like pitch it to film and TV, make mm-hmm. it really cinematic and moody and whatever we get, like, let's just split it 50-50. It's cool. And I was stoked about it. I'm like, I don't even know if I'm going to like release it under my name. It could right. just, I was very... I was not inspired at all by what I was doing under Caroline Glazer. Gotcha. You know what I what what I went under my maiden name, right? Under the voice, yes. And um, so yeah, I I recorded that and then I sent it along to Andy. I would always send him just projects and stuff. Yeah, he was a, really which is smart, right? It's good to kind of people you respect. You get like a sounding board thing yeah. where you send stuff out and you kind of glean from their responses. Oh, what's what's striking them? What are they? You know, Absolutely. gravitating towards and what are they, you know, gravitating away from yeah. as well. You yeah, know? it was kind of like in the middle of production. I was just okay. like, I want your input. Yeah. You know? He was like, these are cool. Yeah. Like, these feel new. They feel like you, you know, which for a long time I think I subconsciously sort of catered to the voice audience. Gotcha. Like the very family-oriented yes. pop. You know, I was like the – I did – Ed Sheeran of Monsters and Men. So I like kind of filled that genre. So I think it was expected of me to create music more like that sort of like that pop, that pop sound. For sure. So I I think I was just catering to that. Like, okay, this, these are my fans. I want to like make content for them. But this, yeah, getting in the studio with Brandon, it was the first time I was like, these songs mean so much to me. I don't think it makes sense to do to release it under that because it's like it doesn't go with, you know, Tiny Dancer by Elton John. You know, it doesn't sure. go with that version of myself. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I think I think just down the road I was like this, I want to give this more of a chance than just film and TV. You know, I want to actually do it right, you know, own my own masters. Yeah. So like these lyrics mean too much to me to not just give it like the whole treatment. You're like, you, you, you sort of fall in love with that thing and you go, okay. This is like, this is what I want to be doing. Right, for sure. And just the lyrics, they're so personal that I was like, I, you know, I want I want to do more with this. And Awesome. And yeah, that's kind of when I really started talking to Andy 
about, you know, a game plan. He was really, he endorsed it from the get-go. He's yeah. like, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm in it. I want to help, which was amazing. And, and he definitely understands, you know, <clears throat> building thi- like something. You yes. know, there's a lot of people who are, you know, kind of feel like, oh, I'm just going to go out there and hopefully something lands in my lap. But it doesn't right. really work like that. It starts For with sure. like putting this foundation down, Definitely. starting to build upon that, build upon that. And so it was, I'm, I'm very glad that you connected with him and he was able to kind of give you real, realistic advice yeah. and expectation level on like, this is what it's going to take. You're going to have right. to go out here and like, tour dude and play a bunch of shows and like be in a van and it's not fun right and all the time I mean I was doing that in a sense just in my SUV just to a different kind of crowd it was like I had this TV fan base that you know I feel like they were resonating with my social media and not really translating to ticket sales Mm -hmm. so I was like you know I don't have anything to lose I just want to like start over yeah you know, kind of rebrand myself, not necessarily hide from the voice thing, but I I definitely didn't want, you know, someone to see me in concert, Google, and then find the 18-year-old version of myself. And miss what you're doing And like, now. okay, that's a different, you know, because yeah. I was learning. I mean, yes. I just like learned in front of everybody. Yeah. So it's, like, it's weird. But it I'm, is. That's but I'm, kind of... Yeah, that's where, that's how Brother Bird kind of came to be. That's awesome. And that EP that you that how long ago was that put out? So it was put out like right before the tour when I went out with you guys in okay. November 2018. So I think I I released each song. I think I started. I released "Leave It Alone" in October, maybe, okay. and then just kind of like every month, maybe before then. But so it's been a couple years yes, in between that least. and this, which sort of brings us now up to kind of present day right. and what's going on. So. Yeah. You've got a batch of songs. How long do you feel like you've been sitting on a lot of this stuff? I mean, some of them I feel like I were in the mix with Brandon in Nashville. A couple of them I, I even worked on with him. Yeah. Um, but some of them I like kind of I, I'm still tinkering with them, but I think the like latest one I, I wrote about a month or so ago. So yes. it's all kind of just Yeah, it's, it's kind been of a process. It's a it's, process. It really yeah. is. And the and the process of recording has also been interesting for you this time around and you could talk about that for a minute of you know different producers different studios like how are you how does that how has that been feeling for you to be working with I don't know if when you set out to start this did you realize like oh I'm gonna have to evolve and change as much as I have during this process I I kind of craved that. Yeah. I think that was kind of like the intention behind Brother Bird. I was like, I want to work this name people. to give liberty to give me, you know, freedom to do whatever yes. or, or be whoever and not feel like, mm, is that going to, you know, translate well right. to, to this fan base that I have or, you know, that version of myself. So I, I definitely like wanted that. But this this recording process has been the coolest. Awesome. It's like I've been in the studio. I've I've come out with two EPs and an album um, just under Caroline Glazer. And each each process was not – I mean, I think this would be like an ideal situation for myself. I think I didn't like realize that that was in the cards. Um, but, but, yeah, I think it's, it's cool to be here and working with people I've idolized forever and trust fully. Mm-hmm. I've never had the trust in a studio. It's either yeah. like – you know, 
the first EP I did, I felt like the producer made it his thing. I mean, I, I like hardly touched it. And then the last album, it was kind of like I was, you know, I was figuring it out. I hate to say like the smartest person in the room, just in the sense of like, okay, tell you exactly what, right? you know. What you wanted to see happen. Yeah, so because I've, I've just never really fully had that trust where it's like, let's go there and I'm not going to freak it because it's very easy for me to be married to something in right. my head. Get attached to it. Yeah, and yeah. not want to go there. But Which this is, is like, impressive, I would say, that you've been able to be as free and as trusting as you have been because at this point, I mean, you've worked with, in our studio, a favorite gentleman with Andy and Rob, and right. then you went over to Dan, Dan. Hannon uh-huh. and worked with him, and now you're over here at Big Trouble with yeah, TJ. With and TJ. I mean, that's a lot of change during a record process. And also, I, we shouldn't leave out uh, Brandon, right? Yeah, Brand- yes, you absolutely. Know, so, you know, for you to be able to go through all of this, these different studios and people, but come out the other side of it with productivity and... Um, and also still being like, yeah, this is still me, right. you know, like what I want to happen in these songs is still happening and all yeah. that. It's, um, it's not easy. You know, a lot of times sure. people do sort of like what, whoever the producer is gets a hold of everything and like tries to like right. dominate it and all that. So I'm glad that you're feeling, you know, satisfied with everything that's going on at this point. And you would yeah. say you're probably... 75%, 80% yeah. done with this thing? Yeah, I think yeah. so, yeah. Which is cool. Do you have um, cool. sort of like a tentative a release date and all of that? Uh, I don't. I know I'm going to get like way antsy about because I'm like, I want to release something Yeah. Tomorrow. But um, I think definitely within like the next five-ish months. I hope sooner. Yeah. That's like... But it depends on how long it takes for things to happen, too. You know, to finish the recording, for it to get mixed, all of that is time, you know. Yeah, Yeah, this is the first time I feel like I'm doing it the right way. Cool. And it's cool because, you know, like Dan, you, TJ, all these people that are kind of putting their input in this project, you guys are very much so under the this umbrella, this Manchester Orchestra umbrella, and you guys kind of have like, I don't know, it, it makes it easier to be on the same page. Yeah, we it all know each feel, other. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> right. feel like it's, you know, being handed over to a million different producers. So I think yeah. that's really cool. And I have trust with each and every one of you to kind of like try different things or, you know. Yeah, at this so point, really I, cool. it, it's nice because I, I, I think we try our hardest not to be selfish, you yeah. know, in the process. It's something I've, it's taken me years to learn in our, in our band and in other bands and all that of how to just service the song and whatever yeah. is going on and like, you know, getting whatever is going to make that song better. That's all that needs to happen. There doesn't need to be like a huge Definitely. like powwow about it and all this talking and all that. It can be, you know, what What do we need here? Just some hand claps? Like, what's going to make this thing, you know, feel better? We did some hand claps today. So, we you did. know, we it was great. Did. We did some good percussion stuff. Um, well, I am so excited about the future. Obviously, we'll probably see you out on the road playing some shows. Heck I mean, yeah. I feel like we're, our paths cross a lot. And I'm really excited about this record. I know you Me are too. too. Yes. And I hope it just continues to go as well as it has been. Me and too. I appreciate you so much for sitting down for a minute with me today and just talking music and Heck about yeah. your past and, and, and the future. And so uh, everyone make sure to keep your eyes out for the new Brother Bird record, which will be coming out sometime 
later this year. Yeah. Well, you know, tentatively later this year. Absolutely. I think so. I think I feel that way. I mean, we're close-ish. And um, I guess real quick, let's plug your um, socials. Like where can people, uh, you know, probably at Brother Bird or, you know, what are your... Your, that's your Insta? And- yeah, at brotherbird underscore okay. um, is my Instagram. And then I think it's my Twitter as well. Okay. Yeah, yeah at brotherbird. Right. You can, <laughs> you can you just find do some Googling. People, just don't look at the voice <laughs> stuff, okay? My website is <laughs> brotherbirdmusic.com. So I have everything listed there. Awesome. Well, thank you again so thank much. You. If this you haven't cool. listened to Brother Bird, you need to check it out. It's amazing. Caroline has a great voice and you will you will not be sorry if you check it out. So thank you again. Thank and you. we'll see you out there. Yes. All right.